Hello, hello, and welcome to the Inglorious Bastards podcast, where we talk about spirituality, news, and our favorite childhood stuffed animals. My name is Michael Basinger, and with me are Brad Polly, Matt Polly, and the patron saint, Lucas Allen. <laughs> How's that for an intro, mofos? <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah, so what's your favorite childhood stuffed animal? Uh, I think about that. I had a Cabbage Patch Kid I was pretty fond of. And what was his name? Uh, okay. <laughs> BJ. You can't write that kind of I didn't thing, name thanks. it. It came named. So <coughs> its name was Bromwell Jeremy. Really? So Bromwell. I called him BJ. Yeah. Bromwell. Yeah, the, Bromwell. Bromwell. He was Bromwell. English, apparently. Probably should have stuck with Bromwell. He was, uh, not well, uh, he was apparently from English nobility. Nice. Yeah, Bromwell. Bromwell. Hmm. I wish you were Bromwell. How do you even spell Bromwell? B R O M. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, mine was uh, my buddy. I had my buddy. It was called my buddy. My buddy. Oh, was that did, was my that the buddy. one that talked? That was crazy. No, he didn't Where talk. What am I thinking? He looked like he's the inspiration for Chucky. Teddy Ruxpin. I had Teddy Ruxpin. I had Teddy Ruxpin. I also had his friend, the little yellow worm guy with the talked with that. I still have. I actually still have Teddy Ruxpin. I believe that. I should bring it. I believe no, that. You should. No. <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin was like the horrifying forerunner to. You guys want to know something really sad? What? When I'm at home by myself, I just do a podcast with me, my buddy, and Teddy Ruxpin, and, <laughs> and the Planet of the Apes head. And you know what? I know you're joking, but and you they know, make fun of him. But you know, it seems like nobody would be surprised. No, it's, it's a parallel universe where um, I make fun of them, and he's like, "This is how it feels." You stupid. <laughs> You idiots. You stupid buddy. You're not even really my buddy. What kind of name is Ruxpin anyway, you moron? (laughs) You look like a potato with a beard. Oh, gosh. Uh, All right. Do you guys have favorite stuff to animal? I I also had a Cabbage Patch doll named Rodney, named after Rodney Dangerfield. Of course. I don't remember that Rodney came. And then I had, probably my favorite was a bear that somebody gave me when I was born, I think. It was called Cream Puff. You also had that pumpkin man thing. Oh, right? that's right. It pumpkin wasn't really man a stuffed a, animal. It was like a plastic it figurine. Was, it was a hard plastic figurine that all the paint had basically been rubbed and off. You probably ate point. it. Enjoy your lead poisoning and cancer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was like it was hard plastic, so it, like I would put it on my pillow at night when it was cold. Like the pill, underside of the pillow was cold, and it would make it cold, and I would hold it in my hand until it got warm. And stick it back I forgot my about pumpkin man. He, he's still around somewhere. I think really? Mom's got himself. Yeah, Mom saved it. Yeah, uh, I had a blankie till I was like sixteen, and forgot sure it. You forgot it in Florida. Yeah, mom and dad left uh, it in Florida. I forgot it in Florida, and I freaked out on the way home. And I had a that was the end of Pee Wee Herman doll. My mom threw it out once Pee Wee Herman did what Pee Wee Herman did. Um, <laughs> what did, did Pee Wee Herman do, Michael? He, he Paul Rubens went and exposed himself <laughs> yes. inside of a movie theater. Maybe not in public. Okay. What, kind of, what kind of movie theater was it, Michael? I think it was one where the floors are really sticky. <laughs> Dollar Theater. <laughs> yeah, Dollar Theater. Yeah, that's it. Yep. Yep. I had a frog named Phineas, a stuffed frog, and he wore a race car suit. So you're even high class than nice. Phineas. Yeah, he was. Well, what was weird? Uh, these must have been seconds. My dad was about as cheap as I am. So <laughs> the frog, we get we get the little thing, the little fold out little thing that has all the different stuffed animals in the series, and Phineas the frog is a doctor, but my Phineas <laughs> came with the monkey's like race car suit. So <laughs> it was just so I'm sure my dad was like at TJ Maxx or something. I was like, ah, he'll like this. 
<laughs> and I did. I liked the block of wood I got him for Christmas yeah. last year. So all the rich kids with their Phineas doctors, I was like, yeah, you ain't got the race suit, dude. <laughs> nope. They're like, no, because it doesn't exist. <laughs> Special edition. <laughs> all right, so we're going to go uh, talk about what we're drinking. And this round is actually brought to us by Nathan quite Miller li- Quite West. literally. Yeah. Literally, he mailed us beer. And uh, we're from gonna, Oregon. We're gonna drink it three giant. Man cans. West is the best. All right, should we? Three giant cans from uh, Old Ninety Nine Brewing in Roseburg, Oregon, which is where he is from. Yeah, Brad's reading the label this week. I well, I'll read this label. We got three gigantic cans that we're just kind of passing right. around. Uh, this one is Infidel CDA, which is seven percent alcohol by volume. Which one is is that on my? That is here. the one in the middle, I believe. This one. The one that doesn't smell like chocolate, probably. Yeah, it's good. I like it. No, I haven't had it yet. Yeah, I've kind of, I'm kind of like all of them actually. Yeah, they're all. Uh, yeah. I got the Fogline Stout, and it's very good. Yeah, <clears throat> it's probably of the three. It's probably the best of the three. The one that I like. I'm kind of partial to stouts so though. Fogline Stout. Yeah, it's That's <laughs> this one right here. Yeah. The one that smells mm. like chocolate coffee. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh man! And then there's Nathan. the FTW IPA, six point five percent for the win. It's that's Maybe a pretty that's nice IPA too. Yeah, it is. Actually. It's really good. Yeah. I'm starting to like IPAs more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good one. Actually. I should have had it first. Michael's testicles. Yeah, Michael's, Michael's yeah. testicles. Mixing the, the mixing these together was not working quite as well, but it's still really good. Oh man. <laughs> Alright, so thank you Nathan Miller-West Thank you, thank you yes. Nathan awesome. is one of our supporters on um, The Pastor's Pub uh, Which is pretty pretty freaking awesome It's really getting awesome. bigger, it got bigger this week Yeah, yeah so we also got some some Goodies from uh, Janet Walker Texas Ranger Yes, Janet Walker, Texas Ranger um, She sent us some <laughs> Carolina barbecue sauce This is all homemade by the way Some she- uh, berry jelly and some coffee marshmallows, which are oh, much, much dude. better yeah. than the Go Cubes that we eat. And the Carolina, <laughs> yeah. and the, uh, Carolina barbecue sauce reminds me of McDonald's hot mustard, which is a wonderful thing. It's, it's really good. Like, yeah. I'm going to smother some nuggets or something. Obviously, I'm going to be annihilating <laughs> some chicken strips at some yeah. point. with a, Matt's very classy with his nuggets. He only, only, only the whitest meat for Matt. I'm... <laughs> Just move on. Let's just move on from that. That's going to go nowhere good. Let's just okay. move on from uh, that. Also, she gave us some uh, fair trade, organic fair trade. They're all different. Uh, There's three different ones. Oh, seriously? Yeah, what would you get? I've got salted toffee dark chocolate. Oh. Uh, and I've got, got salted almond milk chocolate. And I've got uh, pure milk chocolate. I'm trade halfsies on that. No, nope. I'm not trading. Right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm, just I'm just offering. Maybe we'll go ahead. So thank you to Miller West. Yes, it's, uh, it's been a good week. <laughs> Janet Walker, Texas Ranger. Yeah. We will never say no to food or beer. Yeah. So if you ever want to send any of those things, listeners, feel free. <laughs> we will also never say never like Justin Bieber. <sighs> we'll never say never. <sighs> yep, and there it is. And there it is. Oh, yep. Yep. And never here we are. Never. My turn to fire somebody into the sun. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um... <laughs> All right, so that I mean, we're just we're just plowing through things. Yeah, we're it's gonna go because you didn't take roll call. That, I know. A, well, yes, it that, slowed us down because then I started talking about dozens of we, seconds. We heard usually. your feedback. People. Yeah, yeah. Some some troll on the internet said, <laughs> "Oh my god!" Said that our wow. introductions were uh, too long. So here we go. He said he wasn't trying to troll, but Brett, uh, he almost got a spit taken. Mm, Brett, <laughs> sorry, troll. Oh. Trollers be trolling. Um, sorry, sorry, guy. I'm not even gonna say your name. Um, but we did. We listened to you. We heard. We heard your your rally cry for us to Stop tighten up the front end. Yeah. 
as they said. Uh, they didn't say that. No, they didn't say that. Um, but we're going to, uh, first, when we go into the news feed, I want to um, follow up on a, on a story we told a couple weeks ago about uh, Noah's Ark. I oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this is delicious. The, the Noah's Ark, um, it, uh, it takes on the Norwegian Coast Guard and uh, comes off worse. So, <laughs> Fancy that. So the, the wooden <laughs> exhibition ship uh, <laughs> this, that dude... Built. The Dutch guy, right? Wasn't yeah, he Dutch? Um, I don't know. Yeah, I think he was Dutch. Dutch. He was going to Brazil, right, to like he show was... orphans that this is an ark for some reason. Like, <laughs> yes. okay. and no, you can't live in it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's still homeless. But here's an ark. <laughs> they literally, uh, he, a wood boat ran into a metal boat, and guess what happened? Um, <laughs> the wood boat lost. The wood boat lost. I think they both lost. Both lost. Did it sink? Uh, no. No, it didn't sink. It damaged. Just, it was above the waterline. Uh, the, dam- the damage is fairly extensive. I saw a picture of yeah, it. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. Yeah, that's just a yeah. test from Satan, kids. He'll get yeah. it figured out. <laughs> no, it's yeah. It's just. It's, <laughs> you're exactly right. It's, if if. It's just Satan. That's like really Satan planting against. dinosaur bones in the ground to get yeah. us to stop reading the Bible. You've referenced that before. Yeah. Maybe it was one of our, our first episodes, so nobody mm-hmm. listened to it. Uh, <laughs> all right, so nice one to, to get that That's off so the, the front end. We had several people point that out to us, so I'm uh, sorry I'm not naming your names because I don't remember. There were multiple people. There. there were several people. I know yeah. I saw it somewhere. So. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's go into the news feed. Who wants to go first? Matt, go for it. <laughs> okay. I had several planned. I, <laughs> I found this one literally like 30 minutes ago. Um, it's from, uh, let me see, what's the website? MikeMIC.com. Uh, Donald, Trump support, Donald Trump supporters got tricked into arguing with an ass bot named Assbot <laughs> on Twitter. What? what? What's an it's, ass It's a bot. It's like a, a porn bot? No, like it's, just, those... it's just a bot. Okay. It's a, so, oh, kind of like the uh, one that the internet completely yes, corrupted. Yes, yeah. So, so it, 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 it tweets at Donald Trump and all these people keep tweeting back at it. But like the tw- the bot tweets things out, but they don't make they only make about half sense. And the guy even says, "Yeah, a lot of the words are just kind of jumbled. Like they're all there, but they're jumbled." And people are still arguing with it, like not even reading what it's saying, just arguing with it. So they don't know that it's a bot. They have no oh idea it's a bot. Gosh. No. So let's see. And what's its uh, name again? Assbot. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's literally at Assbot. So why there's a yeah. Trump. So uh, so. One one person tweets at it and says, let me correct you, delete your account, Mr. President, because it told Donald Trump to delete his account. Yeah. It tweets back, I like bad tweets, so I really enjoy your account is bad, your content is shit. So it goes on. It goes on. One per- He says, delete your account. One person says, go away, punk. He says, CM Punk doing, I think. <laughs> this so it's just like random sentence phrases. It, it really is, yeah. It gets better. Uh, let's see. Uh, delete your account. Are you autistic or something? Uh, can you autistic Spurg? You're a terrible poster with terrible opinions, and <laughs> like it, so, I'll, we'll post. I'm not gonna read all this, but post it. Like, well, we'll post it, and like it, it literally shows a couple different like threads that he argues with people, and they have no idea they're arguing with a bot. It is the best thing ever. Um, so I'll, we'll, we'll go ahead and post that because um, it's well, it's well worth your time. And I, I actually started following Assbot on Twitter. So. What? Just to, Seriously? Just to see what it would Just to see what it would come up with. Yeah, I think oh it would be kind gosh. of fun to follow. So That's and, awesome. And it followed me back, so <laughs> apparently that's... I guess that's good. I don't, I'm not real sure. 
So that's my news for you. All right. Any, who's next? I can go. Yeah, go, go for it. This is from themirror.co.uk. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you guys know what a fatberg is? No. Okay. no. Wait, me? What? I don't. I feel like I've heard of this. You go guys ahead. might encounter it's like something an like this. Fat? In, yes. Yes. It is. Um, except. In the ocean? No. No. Sewers. Right? It was in the sewers of. Yeah, 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 yeah. South Highcombe, Lincolnshire, which, <laughs> judging from the name, I guess is in the UK. This what the. <laughs> Uh, this is what the Ninja Turtles pretty safe on. assumption, I would think. What? This is what the Ninja Turtles not on. Probably. So it says disgusted water board, not water board, but water board officials had to put a team of engineers on the job to clear the enormous, foul-smelling, slimy lunk lump of congealed waste in South Highcombe. Oh, and now that's a bad day. At work. I think yes. they said it was about a four foot around, oh. like blockage. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> It looks like a perfect sphere. Yeah. Oh, that that is um, bizarre. A fat. So God, that's is, a bad day of work. Yeah, right yeah. Is. man. Wow. So this is what they say: an enormous fatberg made up of soiled nappies, which is um, diapers. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's diapers. Nip- or um, sanitary napkins that females Ooh. use. Ah, yeah. uh, yes. Um, I think both over there. Uh, used condoms. Ooh. Oh, sanitary towels. So yeah, you're right. And then hardened cooking lard. And it all just congealed together. They had to use these like water jets to bust it up. Um, I cannot imagine the smell. So they, they had said, to wear masks and stuff. Oh yeah, because you know, like you guys are all homeowners. You know, yeah. When you have plumbing problems, yes. the bathroom is like the least stinky. Yeah. Like yeah. drains you have to go in. Yes. You get that kitchen sink trap, and yeah. it's just like it's bad. It's yeah, perfect. I've had to be yeah. my number of times. It's yeah, awful. and. Uh, so yeah, it was it was pretty disgusting. They said um, there are thirty thousand blockages a year. Um, most of them unavoidable if people didn't flush all that stuff down the drains. It adds fifteen million pounds a year to the customers' bills. So um, yeah, and I know you just moved out to a farm. You have a septic tank now. I do. I'm assuming so. You gotta be super careful. He's got or, a fat burger. Or you're gonna have a fat bird floating in your front yard. <laughs> I, uh, hashtag fat bird. No, no, yeah. no. Hashtag fat bird. That's I probably. I won't flush happen. my used condoms and nappies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you keep those nappies um, in the trash, Michael. <clears throat> yeah, it's the story. I'll send you the story to post, but um. Yeah, it's just, uh, I just saw that. That's pretty Imagined gross. encountering that thing. That they said they opened the manhole gross. covers and just all the gases and stuff. Oh. Oh. So, you know, like when the grease traps, you ever get the grease yeah. trap cleaned yeah. up? Yeah. And oh. people walk in the door yeah. of the store and they're yeah. like, nope. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. Yeah, so, terrible. Yeah, go England. Um, did I go? Did no, I, you haven't gone. I go ahead. Go. Yeah. Um, okay, so... Um, Good news, guys. Mm. We get to smell better because. So I don't ever wear cologne. I used to when I was in high school. CK one, you know. Oh, you were highbrow. Oh, it was the off-brand CK (laughs) one. It was like the Walgreens version. I don't really, yeah, something like that. Um, Anyway, MB Walgreens CK one, MB two, MB two, Michael Basinger two. Yes, that's 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 exactly what it was. I think it might have been UB two. It might have UB one or I don't know. Smells like potatoes. It smells like <laughs> beef and cheese. <laughs> um, okay, so um, there's a new uh, um, cologne out. It's uh, Star Wars perfume. Oh, uh, sweet. Yes. So, it smells like ball sweat in your parents' basement. 
No? Is that not, the, is that not what it? Did I miss it? No, that's okay. not what it is. Does it smell like loneliness? <laughs> no. <laughs> that, so they have three of them. Uh, I'm going to tell you their names, and then I'm going to give you it the description. Like inside of Vader's helmet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he doesn't have a whole lot of hair, so it just... That's true. I, I would I say... I think all his sweat glands were like melted off. Have you ever seen the robot chicken Star Wars where... <laughs> <laughs> it's the uh, we gotta post we gotta post the clip if we can find it on our pastor's page. Yeah, uh, is it the emperor? Yeah, where he he calls the emperor. The emperor's in his office. <laughs> I'll I'll dig around. For and you. Vader calls him. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa! You're telling me you've been floating around in space? He tells him that the Death Star is blown up, basically. And uh, he's you've been floating around in space for two weeks. God, you must smell like feet wrapped in burnt leathery bacon. <laughs> That's like the Here's smell of the cologne. Burnt leathery bacon. I found it. I found it. The Emperor's phone. Yeah, we'll, we'll post it. We'll right. post it. Yeah. It's amazing. We'll, we'll yeah. post that. Um, anyway, so there's three different ones. Um, I'm going to tell you the three names, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an option of the three different ones. I'm not going to tell you which one goes with which name, but I want to know which one you want to you would want to smell like. All right. So um, one of those Ewok. Teams. We've got Empire, um, mm. Jedi, and Amidala. For a woman. So, I'm gonna ask for a woman. Wait, what were the first two? Empire and Jedi. Okay. So, it's pretty vague. Yeah. Well, I mean, one, the good side, dark side. Right, yeah, I get it. And the we, woman understand, side. we understand Star Wars, Michael. <laughs> uh, they come in little, like, lightsaber <laughs> handle looking things. They're pretty sweet. All right. So, um, he's gonna own all three of them. He is. I, I he's gonna know. wear Amidala too. Is what he's gonna do. Yeah, yeah, show All right. So the first one, one I'm not gonna say which which one <clears throat> this is. Uh, seductive blend of pink pepper and its uh, bouquet, water lily in the heart, and sensual notes of musk and sandalwood. Mm. And the bass chord uh, creates a strong aura of positivity. Ah, oh, great. Oh, Positive mm. energy. So it smells like perfume then. So there's one. Um, That's then, gotta be Amidala. We'll, we'll wait for it. So you smell like Natalie Portman. The next one... Natalie Portman. The next one is vanilla, musk, patchouli, complimented by a fruity top note of apple and tangerine. This can be, this can be any more pretentious if it tried. <clears throat> and then the last one would be um, amber, patchouli, tonka bean, um, what the hell's a Tonka bean? It's part of Tonka trucks. That's what they run on. <laughs> oh, I knew that was coming. Yeah, that's, that's where Tonka, Tonka trucks come from, is from the Tonka Just plant. Keep, keep ready. Keep ready. Keep ready. Uh, they also have fruity notes of lime and apple. So, mm. which one would be your, your flavor of choice? Probably the second one. Mm. Probably the second one. I always wanted to smell like a Tonka bean. <laughs> okay, it's so with that, um, Lucas is part of the Empire, <coughs> and uh, Pat and Brad are Amidala. Yay! <laughs> sounds about I right. told you Sandalwood was hippies. <laughs> yeah, that's the Jedi. Man. The patchouli. Patchouli is totally... Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, anyway, so get some... No. Um, Probably not going to do that. Some they should have one called Jar Jar that emits a pheromone that makes people kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> We already fired him. So there could good. be some good uh, spin. So, don't you want to smell like you and McGregor? <laughs> I bet he does smell terrific. I bet he smells like a. Not when he was shooting the movie in the. No, desert. probably not. I'm guessing not. Yeah. Smell like dried feet. <clears throat> all right, that's all I got. 
That's so Brad as Where's he chugs chugs a beer. Yeah. Okay, so did you guys see the um guy who lost his arm, they got a prosthetic oh, tattoo I almost, gun arm. I yes. almost did this. <laughs> this is almost my prosthetic story. tattoo yeah. gun it's arm. It's freaking sweet. This is from man. Geekology. It is unbelievable. It's awesome. this thing looks like it's steampunk. So he lost he's a French tattoo artist. He lost his arm twenty two years ago and recently got a tattoo gun prosthetic. So he uses this thing like this That's is what awesome. he used. It is. Have you seen the pictures, Michael? I have seen the pictures. It is nuts. Yeah. It's, it looks it's like ste- kind of it's, steampunk. It's steampunk, like, yeah. But he's got a tattoo gun for an arm. Yeah, like, it, I, he, really cool. Does that make him part cyborg? I guess. It's I mean, sort it's of. I mean, it, pretty, it's, does it come off or does he like accidentally tattoo his nose? No, I'm pretty sure it comes off. But be a good way to pick your nose. I mean, they've got a video of him tattooing a guy's leg with this thing. It's really good tattoos. So he's not. He's not no, a slouch. I mean, it's pretty incredible. So yeah, that's uh, that's short, but that's my news. I almost did that one. Those pictures are pretty unbelievable. They really are. Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, we'll post that on the page. Pretty cool. Very very cool. Is that, is that it? That's it. That's, That's it, it, man. Yeah, we're okay. flying through this. Yeah, we are. We're, we're gonna, gonna get to the meat and potatoes, my friend. As that <laughs> troll on Twitter said. <laughs> Fast forward to minute twenty-two to listen to <laughs> the. And if you meat don't like this potatoes. part, fast forward. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do to Mark Marin every week. So. <laughs> it's okay. <clears throat> um, so before we get into. Um, <clears throat> FUFI, I do have a, a little bit of a news feed. It's like a blend of news feed and, and blend of FUFI. Um, so uh, we we had a different topic. Um, Brad was not going to be here. Um, and then things in Orlando happened, and it was just crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we had, uh, we had asked Lucas to come and guest host. So Lucas is not a guest. He's a guest host. Mm-hmm. That's right. He's in the, you're the first official two-timer. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or you're a, you're a twofer. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a two timer. Yeah. I've always been a one timer. Yeah. I. I just don't want my wife to listen to be like, oh, he's two timing. He's always been in Martinsville of all places. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, yeah. So he's here for the second time. So he was he was he's Brad's replacement should Brad ever die. So. Um, <laughs> But, but uh, mm, something happened with Brad. That had a wishful tone to it, Michael. <laughs> well, yeah. <clears throat> Michael's fingers are crossed right now. I can't really explain why. <laughs> All right. Um, but uh, yeah, so we, we changed everything that we wanted to talk about in, in light of in light of uh, the events in Orlando this uh, past weekend, um, and we felt like that's probably more um, appropriate to talk about given what's going on. Um, but before we get into that, I want to share something. Uh, one of my friends on Facebook, her name is Jenny Powell. Um, she she had a post on Facebook, and this is what it said. And it wasn't on Pastors or anything. It was just mm-hmm. in the newsfeed. And, um, <clears throat> it says, with news like today's out of Orlando, I can't help but cycle back to Vonnegut. Hello, babies. Uh, Welcome to Earth. It's hot in the summer and cold in the winter. It's round and wet and crowded. At the outside, babies, you've got about a hundred years here. There's only one rule that I know of. Babies, god damn it, be kind. You've got to be kind. Yeah, it's a great quote. Yeah. Vonnegut is a Hoosier hero, man. Yeah. So thank you, Jenny, for posting that. Um, and it kind of sums up a lot of the feelings that we have. It's just like, mm-hmm. they're, they're, like we can talk about guns. We can talk about... 
um, violence. We can talk about terrorism. We can talk about our response. We can talk about the LGBT community. Um, there's so many different layers to this. Um, but I'm just going to open it up. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't have a lot of notes. I, I my brain kind of short circuited this week a little. <laughs> the yeah, last couple days. I uh, and when I heard <clears> the news <throat> on Sunday, I actually pulled over to gas station because like my brain just locked up. Like it just, I was just it just kind of overwhelmed me. And yeah, you found out via Brad and I on, yeah. on yeah. Group Me. Yeah, on Group Me on yeah Messenger. Yeah, I was on my way to another another call in South Bend, and I just I had to pull over to gas station. So mm-hmm. it just it just was too much. I I couldn't even process it. So I, I, I don't have a ton of notes tonight. I, I know we wanted to talk about more um, along the lines of sort of violence and just talk about sort of Jesus' response to violence. I think it's kind of what we had talked about a little bit. Yeah. That's kind of where we want to head tonight. Like I said, when we can get into the gun debate, we can get into the, you know, the LGBT community. We can get into all kinds of different issues. But really a lot so of... So many layers. There's so many layers. And, and we're not so going to... the whole more. situation is so jacked on like a thousand different yeah. levels. Yeah. I mean, you could literally talk about a hundred different things. And, and we may go we may go off into rabbit trails a little bit tonight too. That's possible. And I, I guess I'm fine with that. I mean, I think... Yeah. I, just, I feel like a lot of people just need to process this kind of... It's when something this just shitty happens. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just... There's just no way to describe it other than that. It's just awful. Uh, so... Um, I, I found a couple quotes that, that I think might kick us off in the right direction. Um, you know, it, it seems like a lot of responses that I've seen are like, you know, obviously the guy was quote unquote a Muslim. I, I don't think he really, he was, he was about as, like he was much of one. He was about as much a Muslim as the KKK is Christian. Is kind of what it sounds like. Didn't attend mosque, wasn't fasting for Ramadan, nothing like that. So I, I'm not sure how Muslim he really, he had a Muslim name is I think what it amounts to. Um, and so the, the response is always more, especially from certain sectors of our political discussion, is more violence. Mm-hmm. We need to bomb the shit out of them. We need to send them back where they came from. We need to... Um, I had that said to me a number of times in a discussion on Facebook today. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I've got a couple of quotes. One from Gandhi. He said, I object to violence because when it appears to do good, the good is only temporary. The evil it does is permanent. And... You know, we could get into the whole idea of the myth of redemptive violence and the, the idea of you know, just war and all that kind of garbage, but um, I don't even know. I don't even know what to talk. I don't even know I where to go from I, there, honestly. I, you know, I like I heard about this on Sunday when I woke up in the morning, and like when I woke up, I turned on the news and there were like twenty people dead, and I was like, "Holy God, that's terrible!" And like an hour later, dead. the Orlando mayor was like, "Actually, it's 50. The, here's here's the just freaking crazy insane thing about living in this country is you hear it and it's almost normal. It's normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I, I, that was I was struck by my own reaction to it. I was yeah. numb. And it screwed me up all day. Like I couldn't get it yeah. out of my head all day. But like it's so commonplace. Mm-hmm. It happens so much. And the thing that is just amazing to me is like we find. A million different excuses and a million different reasons. Well, it's and so it's just the all it was on Twitter, on Facebook. The rest of the day was it's this thing. It's this is the fault. It's mm-hmm. radical Muslims or it's guns yeah. or it's no, it's not guns. You can't blame the guns. It's guns don't problem. kill it's people. It's a heart problem. problem. It's mental yeah. health. It's blah blah. blah. 
we immediately go into analyzing the problem and we don't leave time to mourn. Yeah. yeah. We don't. And I'm guilty that of that too. Like, like I, oh my gosh, though. Yeah. Whatever. And I was guilty. I'm guilty of that too. I, I can't, I can't rip other people for that because I was in the same boat. I, I, I don't want to get too much into the gun debate because I mean, I'll just, I, I hate them. I hate them. If you want to have them for hunting, whatever, like I'm not totally anti-gun, but the fact that we can sell military-style weapons to civilians is the dumbest, yeah. Yeah. dumbest goddamn thing. Yeah. I, I mean, it just you can't defend it. You can say all you want about the piece of paper written 200 years ago. That's just it's just that's just no. that's that's when it took when it took five minutes to load. Yeah, I mean, it's just <laughs> to load one bullet into the gun. Like if that's your viewpoint, yeah. we're just done. Like there's nothing. We have no common ground whatsoever on that. I, we have what we what we have. And I think what gets wrapped, what gets sometimes missed in the debate of its guns, its mental health. No, really, like it's we have a violence problem yeah. mm-hmm. in this country. A violence problem. Yes, mental health is probably wrapped up in that some. Yes, it's a heart issue, which is what religious people like to say when they want to dismiss the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they just call it a heart issue and say, well, we just need to pray more. Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Right, right. Which, you know, is true, but maybe we should stop letting people get a hold of guns so easily. Um, but, uh... Novel idea. So, I, I wanted... I think we should talk about... Especially since we all are sort of, I guess, Christ-leaning, for lack of a better term, talk about the idea of, like, Christians and violence. Because... The sick thing to me is that it seems like some of the most violent rhetoric and some of the most like pro assault rifle, pro Second Amendment stuff comes from people that profess to be Christians. Pro, I cannot wrap my head it's around pro, it. Pro kill them all at God's sword. Yes, yeah. they're the enemy. like those are the like those are you know you look at the if which what are one of the Republican presidential debates and almost every every single one of those people on stage was like I'm a Christian I'm I follow Jesus mm-hmm. I'm you know I'm a right wing. God fearing, whatever, and they're the ones going. We should carpet bomb yeah. the entire Middle East. Kill, you're going kill, the, kill the terrorists and their families. Yeah, you're yeah. like, and wait, what the hell? Like, <laughs> that's so. Like, I can't wrap my head around it. Like, I think there was a point in my life where I was that way. Oh, I know there was. For me. Yeah, I remember. Where I would have been the same way. But see, I was starting to change. Really, after nine eleven is when I started change. My thinking started changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my first response to 9-11 was we got to find somebody to kill. So, like, yeah, I, I yeah. get it. I had, like, a, I had a conversation with you on the phone about that. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I said, I quote, they screwed with the wrong people. Yeah, it's like, we're going to go bomb it. That's good. <laughs> I did. I, yeah. I, I, I remember saying that. Yeah, yeah. And so I, I get it on one level. I'm so far removed from it. Like, I see so much peace in Christ mm-hmm. that I can't fathom. Like, I, all I see of the... So I, let's, let's talk about the words of Jesus. As it pertains to this issue, um, there's a great instance in in the Gospels when he gets arrested. He's getting arrested, and um, Peter's you know he was like the brash apostle of and disciple of I'm going to defend my friend and my savior. And he reaches up, he takes a sword, and he lops off the a servant's ear in anger and in violence. And Jesus rebukes him. In that moment, Jesus goes, uh, uh, no, 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 no. Like, not like this. Mm-hmm. It's the revolution is not going to happen like this. Well, at the same time, he's, I mean, in that same instance, Jesus says, do you not think I could call a legion of angels 
and it, this would be over. And military like, language. Military language. I mean, Legion was a military. He's like, I'm not. Term. That's not how it's going to happen. I'm not rolling like that. It's not going to be this. Homie, way. don't play that. No, I mean, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> a literal. In quote. the, the, the bass singer version. Yeah. yeah, I used that in this first. Sermon. Homie, don't <laughs> play that. Yeah. Jesus went all. Homie, don't play that on. <laughs> Three people laughed. Yes, <laughs> I would have laughed. Yeah, I mean, and isn't that in that same instance with Peter? Isn't that where he says those who live by the sword will yeah. die by the sword. I mean, he says it like, okay, if you want to play by these rules, then that's it's going to take you out. Like, mm-hmm. I mean... Well, that's what we fail to realize, that violence literally just creates more violence. Yeah. That's... And it, it you know... Yes. Well, Unless like, we decimate the entire population of the world. Yeah. Which yeah. you can't do. Which you can't yeah. do. I mean... I mean, that's... But, it, but even then... <laughs> I mean, you can talk about it on a nationalistic level, but even like... I mean, if you have a beef with your neighbor yeah. and hate your neighbor, yeah. I mean, even on a small microcosm level like that, that creates huge problems for, I mean, it's just a ripple effect. Yeah. Like, we've gotten to the point where we can't see the cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've this country's been around for 200 and some years, whatever, and I think we've known, like, what, 16 years of peace or something yeah. insane? Like, do you not see the cycle? Mm-hmm. Like, at some point, we've got to have the ability to go... Maybe we should try a different approach. Yeah. Like the bombing and killing, and just doesn't seem to be working. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't. I know it's a complex issue when you're dealing with groups like ISIS that are just so inhuman. Like I get that there's, it's a very complex it, situation. You, but you know, good Hitler Lord, Hitler always gets brought up. Yeah. I mean, what do you yeah. do? I mean, what do you do with Hitler? Some maybe. I don't, you know, I don't know. Maybe there are times where like you literally have to do something. Like there's all there is no answer other than. The, and again, this is where I wrestle. Like, what do you do with Hitler? Yeah. You can't just let... He killed 6 million Jews, 20 million Russians. Yeah. You can't just let that happen. I mean, so I, it, it's such a... I, it becomes it becomes really complex on a nationalistic level. Well, people want to start at that place. Yes. Or like, yes. so you're saying if someone breaks in my house and they're killing my children, that I should just stand there. And, and it's like, okay, let's take it from the most extreme yeah. to like... That actually happened last Thursday. Yeah. Um, and it's always like, go all the way to there. Yeah. I mean, it's the Hitler and whatever argument you're having, you know. And I walk it's like, in and okay, well, let's... raping my wife. What do yeah. I do? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, you know, I go, well, maybe we should just start looking at ways. And, and this starts with ourselves. And, like, what's sure. our propensity to use violence, coercion, mm-hmm. you know, strong, strong-arm people into things like... It's, it's a motivation issue, and it's mm-hmm. like, well, if you're motivated enough, you'll do damage to this person. Um, and, you know, it does get complicated on a national yeah, level. Yeah, when like, you start expanding it out to the macro level, it becomes I, a little really complicated. I don't think the government, you know, I don't expect the government to follow the teachings of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's why... But the teachings of Jesus, the people who follow Jesus expect the government to follow the teachings of Jesus. Well, only only the yeah, certain, <laughs> only certain, certain ones. ones. Yeah, they don't like, actually exist. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. And that's another podcast. <laughs> yeah, so it's like I mean, and that's hard for me. Like, okay, so if I'm opposed to violence, do I even vote? Because I'm gonna be voting for someone who's gonna. Yeah, I mean, I say we have to go bomb right. these people. I'm fine with Obama, yeah. but he's also drawn the entire Middle East. Yeah. I can't be on board. And with I don't that. know that I there's mean, anyone. I mean, I think there are more non-interventionist leaning people. Um, not currently 
running for president. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, there have been people I've been confident enough to vote in to say they don't want to go yeah. pick fights and right. start wars. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I mean, I, I heard a... I, I watched from afar. I didn't enter into it, thank God. A Twitter argument. I don't even remember who it was. That was just kind of... I, I read the comments. Don't read the damn comments. Like, I, like <laughs> in my head's part. I'm sitting time. here reading it and going... Oh, Stop. That's Why am I doing this to myself? Glorious Pastor's tip number one. So don't read the comments. But like this guy was going back and forth. Somebody's like, no, man, violence is the only thing that took care of it. What they needed is if there were like five people in there that were armed, if more people were armed, that would stop. And I'm there like, were three okay. people that were armed. Like, but. <clears throat> and that didn't stop anything. It took a little like, SWAT so, But see, somebody, because somebody was arguing like the violence has to stop. He's like, violence took care of the problem. I'm like, right. But after a hundred people have been shot, right. so like, I'm not sure. Like, you're you're using a terrible argument mm-hmm. there. Well, you're talking um, about acceptable losses at that point, like right? Oh, yeah, yeah, only fifty people. What's fifty freaking people in twenty three? Like, if you're if you're yeah. starting to yeah. use language that talks about like acceptable collateral damage, then you're you're way you're way, way outside, outside of the teachings of yeah. Christ. Yeah. At that my point. Like, my right to have access to any kind of gun I want, yes, is more valuable than yeah. I, I did. I entered into a Facebook argument the other night. I swear I should. I, I, I was typing it out going, don't, don't do it. Do don't it. hit post. Don't, don't do hit it. post. I hit post. Damn it. So, like. I waited in a day for literally two hours on one post, and it was fun. But I, I, I just. It wasn't. It's not fun, though. Like, well, I didn't find it to be for, fun for at me, all. it was more like, about finding, talking about, like, setting up. This is how I think of things. It really helped me focus what I actually think about stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, they in, were, in a polite way. Now. The other end of the things was not as polite. No, they were not polite to you. But I was trying. I was trying not to be personal. I wasn't going to be personal about it, even though they got personal. I just laid out a bunch of just different arguments, and there was nothing they could do. There's no response to it. Yeah. I mean, but this like this person the other night was talking about. Well, it's not really a machine gun. I'm like, wait, what the hell? Like, <laughs> I know. fifty I, people are dead, and we're arguing about like, uh-huh. yeah, you're oh, saying, and you're sitting there going, well, no, it's not really a machine gun. Whoa! Yeah. Was I in on this thing? Yeah, you yes. got in on that one yeah, too. Yeah. So, like, we all freaking jumped. So, on this so I, so, I did actually comment. We, and, we broke our own so, rule, like everyone yeah. else, like repeatedly. And I said, so, so my, my comment is, is I am a gun owner. I own a gun. I have one upstairs. Um, and what I said to this person that was going off was, I would gladly, gladly turn in my gun if that meant saving someone's life. Mm-hmm. If it meant saving another person from dying, I would gladly give my gun yeah. away and I would kill rabbits with my bare hands for the rest of my life and I would watch that happen yeah yeah. I'll just hunt them down it. prowling <laughs> prowling in the in the weeds just, the mental images right now are fantastic yeah. I'm just but I just I, no but seriously like, yeah, like I know and, and if you own a gun and you wouldn't do that if you wouldn't give up your gun to save a life then what I mean what's the point in having like when your first life? response to 50 dead people is to get online and defend your second amendment the second amendment yeah. like no, like you've lost the you've lost the because you've the lost liberals the... probably planted this whole thing so they could come take our guns. Oh sure, of I course it's that. a false yeah, flag. I saw that after Newtown. No, or My yeah, Newtown is. was a false flag. They're all actors. Those twenty three dead kids are actors. Yeah. Like anyway, just nuts. But anyway, like the, there's such a violence problem that in, in, in the sick thing is it's led by a lot in a lot of ways by people that profess to be Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wouldn't expect I would expect people that aren't Christian to be violent. If you know what I mean, like if they don't have some sort of framework. The interesting thing is, there's so many people that aren't Christians that are so much less violent yeah. than Christians. Where where have we gone wrong? Yeah, I don't know. 
I, I mean, you see things and, like and live if, by the sword to die by the sword. Even, you'll if see, you, even if you take a literal reading of Jesus, you would almost have to come to that conclusion. Like Kenny says, if you live by the sword, you'll die by the sword. I mean, no matter who says that, whether it's Jesus or that's a proverb that you can go, huh, maybe there's some truth to that. Even a literal reading of it. You well, don't even have to be able to interpret. Even well, a literal reading of it. But even in the think, Sermon on the Mount, he says, uh, you've heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but I tell you do not resist an evil person. Like, yeah. he's literally talking about, you, you. at some point, eye for an eye is just nothing but perpetuates a cycle of violence. I'm gonna, You did this to me, so I'm going to do this to you, but then that person's going to do something back. Like, it literally just creates this cycle yeah. of violence, and Jesus goes, no, the... You basically just have to love your enemies. You're like, whoa, like, yeah. and that's you talk about like, don't resist an evil person. Turn the other cheek. If they slap you on one cheek, turn the and other. The, cheek. And those, like, are the, those are the ones were like, well, here's what he actually meant, right? Yeah. So you're so you're conservative if you take or evangelical or whatever you want to say if you take all of the Bible literally until it gets to the teaching yes, of yes. until it gets to the yeah. Sermon on the Mount and, and that's when I realized like or yeah. the water I'm and the wine I'm done with like this yeah. Yeah. the water and the wine it was just great juice yeah, <laughs> yeah it was just well juice yeah but yeah I mean, that's, a great, that's, a, that's a great point though because like we do that like the whole thing's literal and then you get to Jesus like well here's what he actually meant yeah, no, like, no 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 can we take that approach to all of Scripture? Yeah. No, 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 no. We take the Bible seriously. I had an argument years ago with a guy. Not an argument. We had a friendly... It was face-to-face. It wasn't a Facebook thing. But like We had, we were doing a Bible study together. We had a, a discussion, somewhat heated, but it was a discussion. And he was talking about... We were talking about turning the other cheek. And he goes, I don't really think that's... I think he, Jesus meant something else. And I was like, we don't get to do that. And here's why we don't get to do that. Because Jesus lived that. Like, if Jesus would have said, turn the other cheek, and then he starts slaying Romans with an AR-15, then we could go, okay, maybe he meant something else by this. But the fact that he willingly just went to the cross and let him beat the shit out of him and then hang him on a cross and didn't fight back, and in fact, beyond that, hanging there in agony going, Father, forgive them. Yeah. We don't get the ability to go, he may have meant something else, because he didn't freaking mean something else, because he lived that reality. I think I think that's where we miss a lot is that we get so focused on what was said we don't we miss the behind, not the behind the scenes but we miss the actual story the, the whole arc of this was what his life was from like start to finish it was this nonviolent mm-hmm. resistance to a very violent regime. Yeah. I mean yes. the Roman the Roman you know it's like you know the Roman's whole thing was you know peace through you know peace through power yeah. peace through the sword well. It's like Rob Bell says, it depends what's into the sword you're on. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great ideology if you're on the uh, handle. Yeah, if you got the handle, yeah. handle pointed at you, a whole different issue than if you get the point. I mean, yeah. so like, people say, well, it's just not the same as what. No, it was almost worse back then because you had no rights if yeah. you weren't a Roman citizen. You they had, had nothing. machine swords. I wish you could see his face right now. <laughs> yes, he's so, so proud of it. He's so happy. Yeah. That, that <laughs> shit-eating I feel like grin. It's, I feel like it's been that potato grin. I feel like it's been yeah. brewing for a while. It has been. He's no, been sitting on that one. That literally just came off the dome. Yeah. Right off the dome. Right off. <laughs> so, but I feel like, like, I feel like it's what we do. And I feel like as I've grown over the last few years, like, that's what's really helped my understanding of what the, the whole message of Jesus is, is take the whole arc mm-hmm. of the story from, from beginning to end, like, this is what he did his entire ministry. Well, and he's talking about, and he talks a number of times about just flat out being good and kind to your enemies. Yeah. I mean, I know, and I know this is never going to happen, but like, what would happen if on a nationalistic level we just went, 
how could we serve people in the Middle East? Right. How could you know what I mean? Can we like build schools. Can we build, build schools? Build hospitals. Like how could we? What are some ways we could serve instead of like flying faceless death machines around, dropping bombs all over the well, place? And what would that, what would it look like? But kind of like what we talked about earlier. That doesn't ever happen unless people on an individual level go, how am I violent and how can I repent yeah. of that? I think, too, like if, when you look at Orlando, like we're, we're, we're way off of base from with, with Orlando. We've gotten off target here. Like this is not just a, a Middle East thing. This is they, – No, no, no. They, no. W- w- what they did in Orlando was a hate crime. Was a, was a hate crime. It was a flat out hate crime. Directed do at a group yes. of people and – that was his only target that mm-hmm. just yeah. popped up on CNN. That his only target was mm-hmm. that place. Yeah, the, uh, the the gay club that it that it happened in. And in fact, I think I even saw a quote today from a lady who survived. It was an African American lady who said that she actually heard him say that African black people have suffered enough. So like he was specifically targeting wow. homosexuals. Yeah. So like it's an absolute hate crime. Yeah. Absolutely, and I think um, when when you. Look at what's happened in after that. Like, you've seen a bunch of people that are coming out as as quote unquote allies now. Um, that that are that are saying, okay, let's let's we support the LGBT community. So I was talking to one of my gay friends today, and just kind of this is the first time I'd seen them since this had all happened, and um, her response was. Where were these allies before? Right. Yeah. Where were these people before? Like, right. I'm glad they're here now, but, mm-hmm. but will they what I really want too, right? their support like, is when it's time to vote. Yeah. When it's time yeah. to make change in, yeah. in this country, um, that's well, when I went. And, and, and Congress today, the House shut down a bill that would protect LGBT. 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 Oh my God. LGBT. The gay community. Matt's had too much beer. <laughs> no, I, it would protect the gay community from... from uh, being targeted by employers and by yeah. and they, they shut it down. And, like, and the same ones so who shut that down are the same ones the other day on freaking Twitter that were going our thoughts and, thoughts prayers, and prayers are with yeah. the victim. No, screw your thoughts and prayers. Yeah. I mean seriously, Do like something. I, yeah. I even saw there was a, a person on Twitter who uh, who's gay that tweeted that day, like you've been marginalizing us for years. Yeah. Basically, screw your thoughts and prayers. We don't want them. Yeah. Like, go ahead. Well, and I just, I mean, I feel like, well, the one of the first responses that I thought when, because I saw like a headline right before I went to set up for church and didn't, you know, see much else until later, and I was like, oh, some Christian, some stupid Christian, (laughs) and so there was this thing of relief where it was like, oh. No, it's not a Christian, which is stupid. I mean, but you can probably understand where yeah. you come from. Yeah. I'm used to being Well, you get the guy that walked into Planned Parenthood yeah. in Colorado All the, the people. Yeah. You know, but I feel like I and people that share my faith, like we have culpability in creating this hatred toward these people yeah. that is like, even if you think it's a sin, like, so what? Like there's, there's no, there's none of this, like we have created an environment and other religions have created an environment where they're not even second class citizens, right? you know, and Mm -hmm. it's just, they're not even human. Yeah. Yeah. And so I have to say, I remember when, I mean, for my whole adult life, I've been pretty gay friendly. 
um, even when I held a more conservative theology. But still, that I mean, so dismissive and things mm-hmm. that, like you can, you don't have to change your theology about it to say, no, I need to stand. I mean, your theology actually, if you follow Jesus, says you need to stand up for the marginalized. Yes, and, you know, and it's like religion. Religions are a big factor in this kind of hate crime, yes. and so yeah. we are. We all have to face that. We've created an environment where this we've created the, with violent rhetoric, mm-hmm. with yeah, marginalization, with mm-hmm. treating them as if they aren't even human. Then what you can do is you can walk into a nightclub and slaughter them like they're not human. And and I've been even even if I was gay friendly, and even as my views opened up and all these other things. When I'm afraid to publicly or in person take a stand when I see someone being t- talked about, about mistreated, then again, I'm just submitting to that system. And I think one of the things when we were talking about Jesus' example of violence, of nonviolence, <laughs> well, I mean, Jesus, there was that Jesus, one time that in the Gospel time. of Thomas. Jesus and Moses uh, mowing people down. Yeah. Um, but he also resisted and confronted the violence of the religious system. Yes. yes. Which was not a physical violence, but it took advantage of people. It was and an oppression. It was an oppression. And he called that out, you know? And it's like, I think that's part of following. To, and to be able to call that, I mean, I pastor a church, and I have to say, like, we as Christians have blood on our hands at times. Yeah. These things. There, there's a prophetic element to what you do as a pastor. What we do as I don't know what we are at this point. Pastors. Pastors. <laughs> there, but there's a prophetic element saying, calling out the, the freaking insanity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, I remember the, the interview that Rob Bell did with, the Pete Holmes did with Rob Bell. Rob Bell talked about, look, there's a, prof- like, comedians and, and, you know, pastors should be call should be the ones that are calling out the insanity of the world. Like, there's, yeah. there's a prophetic element that happens. You know, with comedians, you can get people to laugh and you can call out this insanity. One of the best... Again, not to jump back to gun control, but one of the best gun control arguments I ever heard was by Jim Jeffries, an Australian comedian, and you can YouTube his stuff and the gun control debate, the gun control like bit he did. It's freaking unreal. It's hilarious. It's filthy, dirty, but it is absolutely dead on the money. But he gets you to laugh, and when you laugh, you're more open up to hearing those things. There's a prophetic element to what we do, and I think somebody's got to be calling out the insanity. Yeah. The problem is. Like it says, they kill the prophets. You know, they how it's how true. long will they kill no, the prophets? True. You know, yeah. I mean, like to quote the great prophet Bob Marley, um, <laughs> they they kill the prophets because the the prophets look at the insanity and go, this is not right. Right? There's there's something is wrong here. I mean, I, the other night on Twitter, I I I had tweeted something to a congressman because I was bored, and <laughs> it was something something about. Something Did you about change how, his mind, huh? No. <laughs> Some, something about. You something, say, you, you, is he is he saved now? No. Did you save him. Something about. I see. You accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior uh, and be baptized into His name. Um, it was something about having you know he something about thoughts. Of, I don't. Even, it was one of those thoughts and prayers things. Like yeah, and I, I tweeted something along the lines of yet yeah, you don't want you you voted against a bill to not allow people in the no fly list to get assault weapons. Like you're okay with that. So, like, this is, like, five hours later. Like, I get this, somebody retweeted my thing and called me a twat waffle. (laughs) 
<laughs> some random dude from Texas. Like, oh, really? uh, of and course. So yeah, imagine. I was like, uh, Hi, Texas. don't even know you. Like, Go like he. So orange. he spent like five minutes harassing me on Twitter, and I eventually just blocked him and reporting. Was like, I'm gonna put up with that shit. But like, so like, even to say something reasonable, you get called a twat waffle, and I got called yeah. a lot of things that are a lot worse. I'm not gonna mention on this podcast. Twat waffle's pretty bad. Twat waffle's pretty bad. But he was in it, so I looked at his time. I kind of want I like the phrase. I kind of want that t-shirt. There's there's some good verbiage there that could be reapplied. (laughs) Yeah. Twat waffle brought to you by pastors. Glorious pastors. But I looked at his timeline, and he was doing, he was calling, he was going through these, he was just randomly finding people who had said stuff and insulting them. Idiot. Twat waffle. Lots of other things I don't want to mention on on this podcast. I'm surprised you're okay with twat waffle. (laughs) That's like that's like not his baseline of like, <laughs> like no that, like, that's okay that for should you. tell you the things that he was saying were a lot worse <laughs> that's than that. not okay so, for me um, <laughs> so anyway we're we're mentioning explicit brought to you by fine. Ego <laughs> <laughs> there, never mind fantastic what's her never mind. okay yeah we're done um, I remember what my point was but, it, but like to even say something that sounds rational gets looked at as irrational yeah. and you get called just awful things yeah. because you're trying to say look. This is insane, what we're talking about here. What's being proposed or not being proposed. This is insanity. And to call that out, it makes you look like a nut, nutcase yeah. to other people. Even though they're the, one, they're the ones who actually have the nuttier position. Yeah. One of the things I said when, uh, when this happened, so that the, what brought it to Matt's attention uh, on Sunday morning, uh, I just we have a, a, a group message together, uh, Matt, Brad, and I. Um, and it says, here's what I wrote. Uh, what really pisses me off is that somewhere, someone is saying serves them right. Mm-hmm. Those homos had it coming, and they, they did. did, and they did. Shouldn't have been there. Yeah, I actually saw a few, a couple of videos of pastors that were like, mm-hmm. basically, one guy said that's fifty less pedophiles in the world. One uh, said, "I wish they'd killed more." Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are, and that's what I'm saying. Like that, or, violent, Orlando is safer now because there's fifty less. Like you can yeah. say, like you, you can't. Say, I don't. <laughs> I can't even get my brain around that. No, like, I can't even. And I'm not, but. Those yeah. guys have blood on their hands mm-hmm. because it's that kind of yeah. rhetoric yeah. that leads to that kind of shit happening. Yeah, like, and it's wrong. Like, we have to, as if any followers of Jesus, have to stand up and just point at that and go, "That is freaking wrong." To it's Lucas's wrong. point, it could have just as been a radical yes. Christian. My, that, that was, was my first thought Christian. too. Was well, you're going to find out this is some freaking nut bar. Christian. Yeah. It turns out he was a nut bar nominal. Well, Muslim, the guy that like, you know, one of our past mass shootings, the Planned Parenthood yeah. clinic. It was a guy who was doing. He was trying to. He was a warrior for the babies, is what he called yeah, himself. Yeah, he was saying no more was dead a, babies as he's mowing adults. Down. He was a nut what? job, right wing, quote unquote Christian. I mean, it's not. Here's the thing. Like part of the discussion I got on Facebook today was about it turned obviously to Islam because why doesn't it always? Islam's not a. Here's ten reasons why. Look, I can cut and paste too. Here's ten reasons why Islam's not a peaceful religion. Like a Breitbart article. There's a hundred ninety verses in the Quran about out of six thousand. Look at the Bible. Yeah, I was gonna say that's the Old Testament. There, guy. There's sixty out of sixty two hundred verses in the Quran. There's 190 that are violent. You, That's 0.017%. I mean, you can Let's build up the Bible, shall we? You can yeah. build a pretty violent theology out of the, the Old Testament. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. and it's not hard to do. But like, so, and so, what I told him, what I what I commented was, look, no religion, you, you can't base on religion because no religion is inherently peaceful or inherently violent. No, you can make that case for the, especially the three major ones: uh, Islam, Judaism, and, and you know the three Abrahamic religions: Christianity, yeah. Islam, and Judaism. 
because they all kind of come out of the same root. There are elements of both sides of that argument. You can see the Old Testament. Look at the Crusades. I mean, you had... Well, it all started, really. You've got Constantine. When it became the... When it when when Roman when Christianity became the official religion of the Roman Empire in 313 A.D. is when Christianity went into the shit house. Yep. Look at the big brain on so, that. Yeah. No, so like what he did was yeah. his army in the Crusades. His army, he had them baptized, but he had them hold their swords out of the water. Yeah, like that is where this all this began. Like until that point, it was a subversive. Uh, Sect of people that were totally countercultural and nonviolent, and it when it got baptized by the state, they had to justify their violence, and they justified it with God. That's where it started. Yep. When you've got, and, and that's what you have right now is not Christians with their swords being baptized, but they're being baptized with their swords out of the water. They're holding a freaking AR-15, and they're saying, "I like this is a Christian and a Christian. This is a fine and a Christian thing to do." To have my guns, to have an arsenal at my house in the name of, quote, safety or I'm protecting my family or whatever. You ha- like, I'm sorry, but, and this is a, like I said, this is a, a way I've changed in my life. I've never been a gun owner. A few times in my life I've shot guns, I've enjoyed it. Um, it's not like I just cower in fear and like, oh, I'm just a big giant pussy that doesn't want to like, fire guns. Like, well, that's true too. It's not like, it's not that. It's yeah. just. I've there's I I've, I've repented of it. Mm-hmm. The more that I saw the teachings of Jesus, when I realized and this is to sort of steal the words of Brian Zahn, when I realized that on the cross, Jesus, you see a God, you see Jesus as the picture of a God who would rather die for his enemies than kill them, mm-hmm. than fight back. You have to you as a follower of Jesus, you have to come to terms with that. Yeah. You either come to terms with it or you just outright reject it. And that's what's happening. Yeah. So you can you can't like have this arsenal of it. don't give me the freaking argument, well rocks kill people and so do cars, should we get rid of rocks and cars? Freaking knock it off. Yeah. Guns yeah. only are meant to kill. That's why they exist. I've that's never seen anybody kill fifty fifty people in you know five minutes with a rocks rock. weren't invented to be murder weapons. Challenge can be, you, you can use anything as a weapon. Yeah. But you, like, if you're a follower of Jesus and you're listening to this podcast, answer yourself this question and really think about it. Really think about the question of, can you really justify owning a bunch of weapons that whose sole intent is to harm and kill and reconcile that with your following of a guy who was so nonviolent that he hung on the cross and let his enemies kill him and said, forgive? Yeah, I think that's... Where we see, I think Christianity is a versatile faith that adapts to every culture. And yes, and I think Absolutely. you know we obviously see Western and specifically American Christianity in what it's become Disarray. because <laughs> well, and just politely because it's it been a privileged. Thank you, Constantine. Yes, because <laughs> and then thank you, whoever else like. Christians have been the majority. That's why I think as we hear people talking about the the nuns increasing and becoming more irreligious, I think the church becomes stronger mm-hmm. because that's how the church was intended to be, was like on the margins, mm-hmm. yep. doing like, just doing the work and staying out of the spotlight. Yep. Um, but 
American Christianity just does not want to look at Jesus. I mean, just no. in no. general. I mean, my thing is kind of your challenge is like, look at the beliefs you hold, whether they're theological, whether they're political, social beliefs. How does it square with the teachings of Jesus, with the life and teachings mm-hmm. of Jesus? Because that's what we're supposed to be after. Yeah. We're not. It's the whole picture. It's not just this one verse. You know, I've seen people use the gun argument. Well, they said, you know, make sure you take your sword with you and blah, blah, the kingdom of heaven is taken by force. And it's like, Dang it. I was going to talk say that my favorite weapon was the Bible. <laughs> I'm saving that for later. I literally have favorite weapon, the Bible. But again, that's why you have to look at the whole arc, yeah. uh, the whole narrative arc. Of that you have to look, how did he live? So if he lived totally nonviolent resistance... To the powers, to religious and state powers. Love, love your enemies, forgive those who persecute you. Like, and that's what he lived. So, if th- those teachings that you're ripping out of one verse and just ripping it and building your entire pro-gun argument out of, see if that squares with how he actually lived. If mm-hmm. not, then maybe you, there's an alternate understanding of what he was actually that. saying. Yeah. Yeah. You have to square it with how he lived. And he did not live violently. Yeah. 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 And here's here's something I've thought about. I've seen this talked about. I think Capon talks about this in one of his books when he talks about violence a little bit. Is that and it really on a this really applies to a macro nationalistic level especially, but it, it applies to micro levels too with us. There's a Chinese proverb that says the man who strikes first admits that his ideas have given out. Mm. Like it seems like violence is sort of like should be the last resort yeah. and it's our first resort because we just we just we don't there's no prophetic imagination to how can we I know Brad and I've had this discussion about like the Middle East yeah. I mean from like Syria to Afghanistan this, the whole gamut of that, that whole area has been at war since there's been people there mm-hmm. you know, how do you deal with ISIS well the one thing they fear is education they fear people and yeah, an educated population. An educated population is the, with a group like is their most dangerous yeah. enemy. Um, now, again, there's a lot of nuance to this, and, but but I mean, we've lost our prophetic imagination, and so it's like, well, just let's just bomb them. Yeah. Well, here's the problem: you bomb one terrorist, you get five more. Yeah. Because that's what they want. They because want it, you to fight them. Well, yeah, yeah you're they, playing they, directly, we, you're playing directly into their narrative, yeah. into their ideology, and we also become their terrorists. Right. Oh yeah, and we. Yeah, are, I mean, if yes. you live in Yemen right now and you we hear are a drone, yeah, how and you're struck with terror. Yeah. <laughs> By definition, yeah. guess who the terrorist the, is? There's so a lack, like, there's a lack of there's a lack of prophetic imagination. There's a lack of understanding the the problems, the reasons why they're angry. There's a reason why they're angry. I know Rob Bell's talked about this in some of his stuff that like. They've said for years, don't build military bases near our holy sites. What do we do? We build military bases near their holy sites. Like, there's something to that. Yeah. Just there, the tip, though. There's Just a, the tip <laughs> the holy site. There, there's, I mean, there's, you know, there's oil involved. There's all this economic yeah. stuff. Like, there's all these different issues involved, and we're not, nobody thinks through any of that. Right. Yeah. Why, I think, nobody's asking a question, why are they pissed off at us? Yeah. Maybe if we got to the root of that, we begin to deal with the real root causes of their violence against us. Now, there's always nut jobs. You're not going to fix that. Nobody's saying we're going to eliminate murder. No. No. Like, angry, people are angry, people are hateful, people are bitter, people have mental illness. There's all kinds of... That's not. Nobody's talking about eliminating all that. It's not going to happen. As long as there's been... I mean, from the time 
Cain picked up a rock, rock and beat the shit out of his brother, beat his brother to death. There's been violence. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not going to stop it, because it's just people are just broken. Yeah. But there's things we can do. There's a prophetic element to what we can do that can fix, maybe start limiting it, moving us in a different direction. Yeah. yeah. Slowly. I mean, human humanity always progresses, but it progresses slowly. Maybe it's just a step in one. Just take one step in the different direction. Let's try something else besides just bomb the shit. That's, I just keep thinking, like, how many things like Orlando have to happen before the country wakes up and goes, maybe what we're doing isn't working? Well, like, I mean, you just keep thinking, like, I told Matt the other night, I was like, this is the worst mass shooting in American history. It won't be the worst for long. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be one There'll worse be one until, like, yeah. until we finally confront it as a nation and go, this isn't working. Whatever this is, Something else well, has to happen. Brad and I have had this discussion, like, and I tweeted this the other night. If twenty three dead kids didn't change, right? Anything, I doubt that was 50, to me is where I, the, doubt, I doubt fifty dead gay people are going. Yeah. That's where the gun like, debate ended. Was like that. I was we like, were okay when, with that yeah. kind of loss, yeah, and not changing anything. Any, let's just do something. Like I don't. Even, at this yeah. point, I don't give a shit what we do. Do something. Something. Anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're not doing anything. It's, I don't want this to turn into the gun debate, but it do has. something about the violence. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. there's got to be some way to curb this violence. There, there are so many, so many different layers to this whole thing. Yes, and, absolutely. And, well, we need to wrap up can this I, conversation. Can I close with a quote real quick? Yes. I saw this quote from uh, Jonathan Martin. He's a, uh, an author. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is really, this gets to the heart of the violence thing and the heart of retribution and everything that we love as Americans. Um he says, love sounds like weakness again. Mm-hmm. Trusting the cross over the sword sounds naive now. Finally, Christianity can be odd again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, God, that is, I saw that today, and it, like, it was mm-hmm. so good. Yeah, I saw that Because too, yeah. the reason that we cling to violence is because we don't have any other answers. Like, that's just the way. Because we've been raised as you have to win. A winner's mentality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the re- biggest reasons why we reject the cross because the cross looks like losing. Mm-hmm. Jesus going, you only really win by losing. Yeah. But that's so counterintuitive to how we're taught in life and in this, not just this country, but most anywhere, mm-hmm. that we just cannot deal with picking the cross over the sword. So we just take the sword. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and let me. I know you want to close with that. I've got a Martin Luther King quote. So. Go ahead. I've got a quote, too. Do you? All right. Let's yeah. just everybody quote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Lucas, bear find something. Quote myself. Here, Google something. Um, uh, Marley. St. Uh, Lucas says. Uh, <laughs> Patron St. <Saint> Lucas. <laughs> so well, if we ever do, like, T-shirts and stuff, we need a patron Patron St. Lucas. That's what yes. that needs to happen. Um, Martin Luther King Jr. said, and he, you talk, talk about somebody that lived out the idea of nonviolence, nonviolent protest. Um, he said, nonviolence means avoiding not only external physical violence, but also internal f- violence of spirit. You not only refuse to shoot a man, but you refuse to hate him. Yeah. And like, until we start seeing each other as human beings, nothing's going to change. Yeah. That, and you know, people talk about being a heart issue, and I 100% agree with that. It's a lot of other issues. But until you start seeing the person, the, right. member, the member of the LGBT community yeah. as a human being, yes. yeah. is, mm-hmm. until you start seeing... The, the Muslim as a human being, until you start seeing the Buddhist as a human being, the Mexican as a human being. Anybody. You, you're going to keep ending up with guys. The Republicans you as keep, a human being. Yeah, yeah and, and that's well, where, I, and I struggle <laughs> with that. Willie, I have it. But, you, but you, you, until so you do that, you're yeah, going to continue sure. to end up with guys like Donald Trump. Yep. yep. As a national voice. Like, because what he's doing is he's feeding that hate and fear and anger in people. Yeah. 
Um, and until you until we get to the point where we can root that kind of shit out, it's not going to change. And mm-hmm. and that at the end of the day is what it's about. That's what's going to stop all of this crap. Is until you see that person next to you as a human being, whoever they are, whatever orientation, whatever religion, whatever skin color, until we start seeing them as, as a human being, nothing's going to freaking change. Very cool. Maybe. All right. I don't really, don't really have a quote. I, <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, I, that was a that was a terrible yeah, tease. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, um, I, I did have a, a closing thought, and I guess uh, for those of you who listen to us and and want to know what we think the the proper response is, the proper response is always love. Yes, um, love wins. Always love wins. Mm-hmm. Even uh, when it looks like re- losing, it wins. If you want to root out evil, love yes. people. Yep. Um, and, and that with that, I think. We need to wrap no, that's this. That's a good way to this close yep. it. Section yep. up. So, nice job, Mikey. Yeah, we may yes. suck at getting into things, but nice job getting out of it. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> so it's been good at pulling out. Except for those two times. Except those two times. I'm the glum of the white witch. <laughs> white witch, man. All right. Um, <laughs> that's my favorite name for him. Uh, okay, mm. so um, we're gonna go into <laughs> we're gonna go into uh, into feedback. Uh, oh. I did have one thought when you said something about Abraham. Yes. Um, uh, I thought of a new business we could have. Uh, Abrahamics. Right, so we just sell <laughs> hammocks. It's made out of beard hair. Yeah, made out of beard hair. Yeah, Abraham woven beard hair. Yeah. You're welcome. And potato um, skins. And potato skins. Um, okay, so we're going to go into the feedback. Um, uh, we're going to go to five-star reviews. Uh, we have a couple yeah, new ones, so sweet. Um, the first one is... Uh, it's, the title is Fine, I'll Write One uh, by JMKC7. Um, uh, he says, uh, These chumps are great. I appreciate their willingness to share their personal experiences in and out of the church and ministry um, that have led to such an expression of faith. Funny and insightful. I think most of the people who tune in will find them find the time well spent. And as a bonus, or not, you'll get a perfect snapshot of the pinnacle of 90s Christian subculture <laughs> in Michael. Except <laughs> this week. Thank you. I don't know if that's a... Kept it on the that, DL. That's a, that's a bonus or not. So, I, I feel that's like I need... spin-off podcast. I feel like I need to perform, like, um, Audio Adrenaline, like a song that, yeah. like... Uh, Breakfast in Hell. I feel uh, like that... That's Newsboys. Yeah, I know, right? but I just... I don't know any Audio Adrenaline. So. You don't know Audio Adrenaline? But you know... It was something they played at church camp when I was a kid. My father's house. Oh, yeah. It's a big, big house. I grew up on Not Ashamed by the Newsboys. I jammed to that. Man, I was never huge into the the Newsboys. I wasn't either. I did like audio journalism. The only 90s Christian music I like is stuff that still holds up, like the Lost Dogs and that whole, like, I think Bloom holds up by The alternative, sort of alternative. Yeah, like, you didn't, I didn't hear them until I met weird people at Bible college yeah. you know yeah. like, they were like no here's the good stuff and they'd like open up their trench coat and like, <laughs> well and then Ridge Mullins so hey, I mean, yeah want some Rich Mullins music? Yeah. I could pull out Rich Mullins and listen to that all day yeah. um, but I think Audio Journal and Bloom really holds up no, no it, doesn't. it doesn't it does it does. it does you move on it does. Move on. It does. Move Michael, don't, don't, make me rip, don't make me rip your ass. We've been really... Do not make nice me get violent. <laughs> I know. Okay. Brad, the proper response is a laugh. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Mean, you learned nothing. The proper <laughs> response is to call you potato and move on. Move on. Okay. All right. So we're going to get into the, the next one. Uh, it's, it's amazing. A potato um, with beer. 
Hold on, this is my this is my favorite uh, review ever. This is Brad's yes, favorite. You actually read this one? Yeah, I have no idea who this Thank is. Honestly, right. yeah, no it's idea. by Brandon's Mama Fifteen. I am a huge fan of your podcast. I love the show. I'm always laughing out loud with my headphones in, and my husband looks at me <laughs> like I'm crazy. LOL. I even have a favorite guy on the show. If you're curious, it's Brad. Please keep up the show. Thanks, mom. Thank, thanks, Brandon's mom. I really think. By the way, mom, who's Brandon? <laughs> it's, our, it's our brother. We had no idea. <laughs> we didn't know. Matt, Brad, and Brandon. No, I honestly have no idea. Thank you, That's whoever Brandon wrote that. Brandon's Brandon's mom. Now, I think it, I have. I have a beef with this. Your beef is that nobody likes you. Nobody freaking likes me apparently because, <laughs> oh, like, Michael's gotten compliments. Brad's a favorite now. Nobody likes Matt. Yeah. I don't understand. I, I think the problem is you guys are both polys, and Brad is just the most poly poly. <laughs> like he's angry chomping on cereal, and you're like <laughs> angry. But see, oh, I, get, damn it! I had one week where I was here, angry. Here's the thing. <laughs> this so I've known, <laughs> I've known both of you for quite some time, yes. and I would say by far Matt is probably the angriest poly. <laughs> yes. But on this podcast, yes. Brad is the angriest. I bring poly. just I, one week. I had one week out of what sixteen. Here's the thing. I actually prepare for this freaking thing. He does nothing. Yeah, but you're a dick. Nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, um, yeah, I think Brad probably just created this handle. <laughs> no, seriously. I'm Nobody wondering who Brandon is. I'm a pathetic individual. <laughs> I'm not that pathetic, uh, all right? I'm, I think I'm going to do one myself. I'm going to say, Matt's great. <laughs> Matt. Don't worry, this week you'll get lots by the of way, kudos. My wife is on the couch laughing at all of this, by the way, in case you were wondering. Mainly because she knows the truth. Yeah, uh, probably. Right? She calls him a twat waffle. <laughs> yes, she does. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, well, another quick note is uh, um, our, our guest from last week, uh, Billy. Billy yeah, Patterson. Billy. Is on Twitter now, so you can hit him up at Diet Atheist. Yeah, which is just amazing. <laughs> so, so well done. And he's already had a couple of really good tweets that are just magnificent. Yep. Follow him. Uh, we also have a um, Pastor's Pub list. If you find us on Glo- mm-hmm. at Pastor's Podcast, at Pastor's Podcast, uh, we have a list of all the different pastors who support mm-hmm. us. Supported us. Mm-hmm. Um, Mandy Polly um, hey. wrote. Uh, I saw this commercial hey, for these the other days. Uh, the other day, and found them in the in the store. Frosted Flakes has a cereal chiller in yeah. it. Yeah, see, I ripped her for this. She's Appar- not helping. Apparently, <laughs> Michael isn't as crazy as you think. So the Frosted Flakes are selling uh, uh, Dory uh, ice molds from. Yeah, not Dory. Seriously, you, buy an ice cube train, stick milk in it, and freeze it. If it's really your thing, you can do that. Freeze uh, milk. ice cubes in Frosted Flakes. It's no, a thing. freeze milk. Oh, I'm not having Frosted it. Frosted Flakes. <laughs> just eat your freaking cereal like a normal American. Why can't you just do that? Because you need a Dory shaped ice cube no, in there. I don't. Uh, I'm really close to hitting him. I know we just talked about it. It's going to promise. When you've run out of other ideas. <laughs> I said, like, I'm I've lost out. my prophetic imagination. I'm going to punch you in the face. Going right, right, right in your potato face. Uh, <laughs> at a religion critic. Um, by the way, the potato face joke, that was from, it was not from this podcast. It was from the, the pre-show when we were talking. What did you tell me that you, the the, Patreon. I looked like something. I told you you looked like a potato with a beard. <laughs> 
Oh, I told you you looked like um, Daniel Stern. Daniel Stern, yeah. yeah. I said you look like a potato with a beard. That guy, Daniel Daniel Stern's Stern's a handsome so, man. I don't think they're making ever. Michael potato jokes and freaking nobody, but outside of like six people. Yeah, yeah. only six people. <laughs> I totally forgot. Matt's referenced it like six times. Yeah, right? I've been trying so, to think. Wait, that wasn't from... That wasn't yeah. from this so, episode. It was now from, I understand why nobody likes it. If me. you want to understand, donate at... Patreon. <laughs> Pastor's podcast. Pastor's podcast. Okay, a religion critic on Twitter said uh, somebody already alerted you to uh, Bibles without headings, so just in case. Yes. Um, Bibles. There are Bibles for sale that don't have headings. I really might have to get one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm August Blondell said uh, hashtag Barn Again Strikes Again. Um, so we referenced it again. We had a callback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great. I heard it. And um, then the, sath- the sassy atheist said, my new expletive. Hashtag Jesus Fried Chicken. Uh, thanks, guys. We, for when we figure out a way to do remote interviews, she's going to be one. She's of already interviews. agreed to be an interview. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> you guys ruined breakfast for me. This is by at Bobby the Banana. We're going to quote him again. Um, <laughs> Cheerios. Uh, I, I, I literally can't eat Cheerios anymore without thinking about Michael's honey hole. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that. That's the best. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I think that's it for now. We're, we're, that's we're, really one of our better. That's a good way to end. Yeah. yeah that's so uh, now it's closing time. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Give us uh, ratings. We will literally read them on the podcast uh, if you give us a review. Um, Lucas is singing. <laughs> Every time I'm listening, because I, I listen to the end, I'm like. It happens every time, and I'm like, it was how many episodes before you finally... Wait, did you do it? No, I think it was Matt. Matt did it. it. And I was like, finally. I intentionally called it that because I knew eventually it was coming out. Well, every time I've listened from called The Long Con. The Long Con. I drew him into my game. Yeah. Read us on iTunes. Subscribe to us on iTunes. You can get it literally dozens of minutes before everyone else. Um, support us on Patreon uh, at our you know www.patreon.com slash Pastards Podcast and you can join the Pastards Pub on Facebook. As Billy would say, the pub be lit. The pub be lit. Um, not everybody in the pub thinks that it's lit. Really? I mean, well, they just said that they would never say that it's lit. It may be lit, but that's not how they would describe it as, as so. It's a lot of fun, though. We have a lot of good discussions. A lot there. of fun. We've talked about uh, just everything. freaking everything. everything. We got into LGBTQ, issues um, wow. already. Uh, we got into, what else did we talk about? Well, we put up, I think we're going to do a series on the Bible. And we, so we put up a question like, what are your questions about the Bible? Absolutely and none of which can we answer in less than eight How hours. tall is that? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah they're, all, they're all pretty extensive. So, But we just stuff like that. It's just been a really good. We heard people's stories. I know Brandon, oh Brandon has just fantastic. Just yeah. tell us about you a little bit. That without getting really cool. too bad. And it was just really neat. It was we even had somebody today. It's been like a what a week or so. Yeah, one of our newer yep. people's like kind of found that. She must yeah. have been scrolling back through. It. Oh, I need to read it. I haven't yeah. seen it. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, it was Aaron actually. Aaron Reagan. Oh, nice. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hi, Aaron. <laughs> Hi, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs>
Oh my gosh. Wow, that wasn't creepy. Dude. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, okay, no, not a real pastor, dude. It's cool. So, no, you are a pastor. You are uh, you're a sub alternate. There you go. You're on the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, you get in the game. Coach. Yeah. Just a couple minutes. Yeah. Hey, can we just the say game? the GIF isn't here because he's in freaking Thailand or something? No, can we say the GIF isn't here because we are two individual people yeah. that <laughs> I have my own. You don't have a unit? I thought you guys were a unit. Is Gift, if, is gift dead to you? I mean, do you guys break he's out? in Thailand. Well, yeah. who knows if he's ever coming back? <laughs> I heard he was eating some Thai food. And say, enjoy he, your he wicked food survive. poisoning. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's do the hashtags. So I, I, I again, I halfway through, I remember. Oh shit, I forgot <laughs> the hashtags. So um, I, I went back and retroactively thought of some. Um, so hashtag Walgreens CK1. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, hashtag smells like your mom's basement. <laughs> it's too long, but it's really good. Yeah, it is very long. Yeah. Uh, and then I, 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 I'm not sure how I, what the, the correct name was for this. Uh, was it was it Mr. Pumpkin? No, Pumpkin Man. Pumpkin no, man. Pumpkin Man. Yeah. So hashtag Pumpkin Man is one. No oil spell that, right? Uh, no, I have P U N K I N Man. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that's how pumpkin I had man. Pumpkin written. Yeah. Um, hashtag Jesus don't play that. <laughs> Um, hashtag kill rabbits with bare hands. <laughs> Michael's a rabbit murderer. Um, hashtag Abrahamics. Um, hashtag future serial killer. Abrahamics. And hashtag machine swords. <laughs> There's a lot of good ones. Uh, this it looks week. like machines words though. Yeah, um, let's let's. But well, I feel like the pen swords. is mightier than. Sword. <laughs> sword. Sword. I use machines. Uh, what was... Uh, Man, I don't know. There's not a really great one. I like machine swords. There's, there's not a Michael's honey hole, let's be honest. There's, there's no honey hole in this. There's I like Punkin Punkin Man. Man. Uh, we, I, we could do uh, Michael Kills Rabbits. We could do that. Punk, how about Punkin Man? I like Punkin Man. When I used to go rabbit hunting with my family... They would make me carry all the dead rabbits <laughs> in his mouth. No, like they would be like just sling them over your shoulder, so pull them by the ear, by the tail. So I don't watch they Game. Of, be, I don't watch Game of Thrones. So I feel like Michael would be Hodor. I don't know what Hodor is. <laughs> Michael is Hodor. Hashtag no. Michael is no, Hodor. I don't even know that. Come on, no, no, come on. We're not doing hashtag Michael is Hodor. What is Hodor? You can He's do it. You can anyway, do rogue hashtag. What, what was, the only word he says is Hodor. Oh, what, what I was going to say is that, like, so how I would carry the rabbits and still be able to kill more rabbits. I want, once killed nine rabbits in a day, don't like worry about it. Hit them with the rabbits in your <laughs> This I is just a character. rabbits. This is Hodor. I, li- I literally... <laughs> freaking Michael. I literally stuffed the rabbits in my vest. They would, they would keep me warm in the winter. Oh my word! Okay, you hashtag let's... rabbit vest. Yes, <laughs> there, there you is. go. That's, that's it. That's, good. that's right. it. Hashtag rabbit, rabbit vest. <laughs> or if you want to do Michael as Hodor, you could do that one too. All right. So, um, if you did listen to the rest of this podcast, um, congratulations! Congratulations! You win a hashtag, and it's called hashtag rabbit vest. Um, you can uh, hit us up on social media at Pastors Podcast on Facebook.com slash at Pastors Podcast, Patreon.com slash Pastors Podcast, um, at, at Polly Named Brad, Brad, at Polly Named Matt, at Luke Allen Yo. I never check it. Facebook me. <laughs> yeah, Facebook him because I don't know. That's where uh, I'm. I'm. Oh. Is there anything you want to plug while you're here? I feel like. 
where like I used to plug something. <laughs> well, I have a Kickstarter for my new album. No, I wish I really. Did. You should. No, I seriously. Should. You do? No. Dang. Oh, okay. I haven't. Could... God, what is this like? Tea, like just tea night? Like, <laughs> I, hey, I bought your last album. I don't know if it was your did last you album. Really? I bought mostly hymns. hymns. Yeah, mostly hymns. Yeah, that was twelve years ago. How yeah. crazy is that? I I bought it. That's, That's my last years. album. Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I guess. I, I don't have anything to plug unless you are rich and need stuff built. Mm-hmm. Alan Design Code. I saw the thing that the thing that Eva did. Holy the, crap! It was awesome. Again, without Matt talking over it. AlanDesignCo.com. Dude, you listen. <laughs> Dick bags talk over me all the time. I'll go back through the podcast like, and listen. That's because host. no one likes Let's you. Let's have some respect, people. Jeez. <laughs> no, uh, I don't really have anything else. <clears throat> yeah. Red Door, if you are in the Bloomington area. We do have listeners in Bloomington that yes. aren't going to Red Door. Uh, Red, for shame. Red Door is a church in Bloomington that's really small and not really fancy. Um, but if you like this podcast, you should feel comfortable. It's really there. good. Yeah. What do you, are you guys are, are moving locations? Is that right? Yeah. Right now we're kind of underground for the summertime. I mean, you can still come join us, but you have to like reach out to us to find out where. It's kind of okay. secret. Top but, secret. Yeah. And in a couple months, we'll be in our new place where we'll be able to do stuff during the week. Where's your new place going to be? Uh, it's formerly Uncle E's gay bar. Really nice. Nice. Yeah. So it's not Uncle E's anymore. No, we kicked them out because they're gay. <laughs> okay. They're a very progressive church. No, it's it's had a couple couple businesses in and out of there in the past couple of years, but that's what a lot of people know the location mm-hmm. from. But okay. No, they closed down. Oh, sad. Um, but good for you because now you get to have church there. Yeah. And those good. gay people can come now come to, sure to your church. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So. Thank you, Scott Drickle and uh, Nathan Miller-West for your contributions to the podcast. Yes. Um, and let's fire somebody into the sun. It's yeah. Brad's turn. Yeah. I'm excited. Are I don't ready? know who it is. We don't know. I hope. I hope. I hope we know who it is, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Ten, nine, eight, seven, <laughs> six, five, four, three, two, one. Charlton Heston's corpse. <laughs> <laughs> I've never fired her dead body before. That's good. That's a new. That's new ground for us. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>